Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is April 29th. It is a Monday morning. It's an interesting Monday morning because I woke up at like quarter to five, and then I like snoozed until 10 to five, and it felt like a long time went by, and I I came down to do the show, and every time I'd look at the clock, I would do all these things. It'd be like only two or three minutes went by, and it felt like an hour instead of this half an hour. It was just so weird. I'd look up, and I'd be going, wait, it's only like 517? How could that be? And this went on until the show started. It's so crazy. So I'm thinking if there's anything you want to do today, do it. You're going to have time somewhere in there to do it. But today's show, even though it's not Relationship Wednesday, I thought, you know what? We're going to build up to Relationship Wednesday because all of the questions that have been showing up lately have had to do with relationships. And sometimes the relationships that we've been in for a long time or relationships that we're just starting and we can't figure out why our baggage keeps showing up. But I got a question from Elisa Sanders, and she said, you know, how to move gracefully into a relationship with someone new when you are carrying so much baggage and so many scars of past relationships that went very sour? How to keep your heart open and love even when scared, even though you haven't had the time to build trust. So I thought, well, we need to talk about that because we have to ask ourselves when we're getting into a relationship, what do I actually want? I want. From a relationship? It's an easy question, but hard to answer. Because sometimes, and this is one that just gets me over and over again when I hear it, but someone said, you know, he had such beautiful blue eyes. Can't believe that's the same man. That hit me. And I don't hear, at least from the people that have come to me, that much, even though I know it happens, but from the people that come to me, that anybody physically has hit another person where there's physical abuse. But blue eyes, and that's all she saw. That's why she was there. So I always thought to myself, oh, my God, sometimes we notice one thing, maybe their car, maybe their house, maybe their job, maybe something other than what's inside of them that drew you to them. And sometimes we feel like we can make up for anything be wrong. We could fix it. We, and then we just have to face reality one day that that's not in our hands. 
and then we leave, and then we say, God, that was a bad relationship. How did I get in that relationship? Or you become different in a relationship. In the beginning, you're free, you're carefree, you don't think that there's anything that could ever get in the way. But we always have that day of reality when we go in too fast or too starry-eyed or thinking that this relationship is going to fix something for you. Because relationships don't fix anything. Relationships, not only do they not fix things, and I know people say, well, I became a better person. That's different than fixing things. If something is really wrong in you or in them, you can't fix it without their permission, and they actually have to be the ones to fix it. But what relationships really do and where trust either grows or separates you is it exposes, it exposes everything. You cannot be with someone you're really with who's paying attention to you and you're really paying attention to them without everything eventually coming out and being put on the table. And as those things are put on the table, that's when you know, is this somebody who I can grow with or is this somebody I am scared of? Is this somebody I really love that I could withstand everything? But how do you deal with baggage from the past relationships when you're getting into a new one? And you start by asking yourself what you want from a relationship. The reason that that question is so important is because when you do meet someone, you have to ask yourself if you've answered your question. Maybe you want somebody gentle. Maybe you want somebody kind. Maybe you want somebody who's very strong and kind of could run the relationship. But you have to be honest with what you are looking for. Maybe you want somebody who's stable. Some people purposefully go out with people who aren't stable. They like the excitement. They like the running around in life. They like the banter and the arguing and the trying to, you know, take all this stuff out of them. But baggage, that's usually the fear, the doubt, the worry, but you come in with an open heart and you have to know that when you're scared, that's when you know who you are. Go back and ask all the relationships you've had when did you turn scared? And you don't build trust, time builds trust. We don't build it. Time builds trust. Time tells us everything, right? It answers every question. So as one situation happens from another, and so how, if you want an answer to how to deal with baggage, take your time. Answer your question. And there's something else. 
when you first meet this person and you feel most free, most free, you know how in the beginning you want to tell each other everything, really listen to how that person describes their last, really listen. If they were gracious, if they understood that, maybe the two of them just weren't the right partners for whatever reason, and the person says, hey, you know what, they were, you know, not a bad person, just not the right person. That's fair. If they start to complain about the other person, if they start to say all the garbage and old arguments they had and all of a sudden you're listening to this person not a person you're dating talking insatiably about the person they were just with gonna be you one day being realistic about what you hear because a lot of times when you meet somebody and they start talking about their past relationship You know what happens? They start giving you a lot of detail. One of two things happens. One, you make, you're going to be the one to change it. You're going to be better than that person. And you're going to be the person that they want. But deeper inside, you know that whatever he's telling you or she's telling you about the last person are going to be the very things that they notice in you, and not only are they the very things they're going to notice in you, but now those are the very things they're going to try not to be, even though you naturally may be them. So the old baggage of trying to please comes into play, and then one day you have that voice of reckoning that shows up at your door, and you're like, oh, no, that feeling again. Oh, no, that feeling again. Because if you go back through your own history, there's a way that you can begin to heal your scars and try to give yourself time between relationships so that you are conscious of what you're carrying into the new relationship. So if you had what we call a bad relationship, and then we think, well, we'll just start all over again with someone new. Well, someone new is not going to negate the fact that something old is still there. For you heal it through another person by their behavior because no one has to prove their behavior to you. You have to at least have the conversation with yourself. Like, what what did I do to contribute? What did I do to contribute to what's going on around me in that last relationship and in the one before that and in the one before that? Through your inventory, know where you've been, what attracted you into that relationship, where you started to see that that may not be the right relationship for you, really think about that. 
because people don't, you know, you attracted people to you. And maybe you jumped in too fast. Maybe you jump in too fast, period. Maybe that's what you have to watch. Maybe after a while you get resistant to letting someone love you. Maybe that's something you need to watch. Maybe once you get into a relationship, you want to control the relationship, and that may be something that got in your way. There's a lot of different reasons this happens, and it all goes back to self-accounting. Because once you can see who you are, you will better be able to see who the other person is. And I have to say, I had a relationship that was probably a duplicate of every relationship I'd had in my life where, for the most part, there wasn't a give and take. There was a, it seemed like, beautiful in the beginning, and then got controlling. And that's why I did so many shows on narcissism, because I did not understand that I was great bait for a narcissistic personality, because I was a people pleaser. And that's what they want. That's what they need. Once I knew that, because it wasn't that I didn't see it coming. It's like I knew what to do with that personality. I've had it so much. My culture was that way. Please the culture. They're happy with you. Then you have the people that you meet in it, you know, through arranged marriages or however at the time I got married. And I did that. And I knew that all I had to do was please him and he'd be happy. And then after that, I knew that personality. So that's who I was comfortable with. But I did not know this was going on. But the awareness that I was great bait for that personality forced me to, I didn't even know the personality had a name, to look into it. And when I looked into it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is textbook. And then I felt like really stupid for a while. Like, how did I not know that? How did nobody ever tell me that? Well, nobody walked around at that time talking about a narcissistic personality or whatever was going on. Then, what happened when I met someone next? Oh, they have that same personality. Oh, so this is what it looks like in the beginning. Holy cow, no wonder I went in. And then I got a little easier on myself. And then I liked the person. They weren't like crazy over the edge. And then I realized, well, none of them are in the beginning because all you are is a plug-in. And I knew it, and I didn't want to know it. I said, it's okay to be a plug-in. I could still have my life. In. But what I didn't say was, why do I want that relationship? Why do I want to be anybody's plug-in? And when I was able to answer that question later on, because the relationship obviously didn't last, was, I don't want to be a plug-in. I want to have, like, a relationship that we actually talk to each other, not at each other. 
And I want a relationship where whatever does get exposed about me, that the relationship goes on and we can fix anything along the way. And because of the last relationship I was in that exposed that whole cycle I was in for most of my life, I was able to know, and I did it consciously. It didn't answer my question the first time, whatever system I had in my head. But I didn't answer my question. I just thought because I didn't date for a long time that I had a handle on it, but I went right back to the same personality type. But I caught it that second time because I was away for a long time from the dating scene. I started to see how that creeps and crawls into our lives. And I said, well, what do I even want from a relationship? Why do I even want somebody to be in my life who comes in and I allow them to, you know, turn me into their their worker in a way? Why do I do that? Why do I allow that? That's the self-accounting. So you have to ask yourself the question. It's not that you're bringing baggage in. It's that you haven't dealt with your baggage, so it follows you everywhere you go. It's up to us to take a look. It's not that we gather scars as we go along and then we wait for another relationship to face everything. Face everything. Take a look at where you go. Take a look at when. Because by now in our lives, by the time you're even 30, you can see your pattern. See how long you've stayed. You can see a lot about yourself. You keep an open heart by opening your heart up to you first. We're not little blind people anymore. We have a lot of research. We have a lot of stuff behind us to help us build a road that we can walk on. Then we recognize trust in other people. Until I started asking myself questions like, are there different people in the world? I actually asked myself that. I found out there were, there were different people in the world, but I wasn't bringing them into my world. I wasn't bringing them in. Why was I, were not right for me. People that once I got in, I knew I couldn't stay in because what I felt was happening was I was allowing allowing myself to be plugged in and give up my daily things for their daily things. And now we're both living their life and nobody's living mine. Mine just kind of withered away to nowhere and then I started to miss my life. I started wanting myself back. It wasn't their fault I gave them me. It was my fault I gave them me because I didn't do my work. Doing my work, if I met somebody, it was so easy to just walk in those shoes again. 
if we're carrying a lot of baggage, step back. Ask yourself questions. And the other thing I want to suggest to you, because we can move gracefully into a relationship with someone new when we know sin is. And I say this from time to time, and it's one of the most beautiful ways to see what lives inside of your soul. And that is to talk to yourself. Literally put your headphones on. Go ahead and start talking to God. You know, God, it's kind of interesting. When I get in relationships, I start to feel like I want this to work out. I put so much investment into it. I want this person to change my life in this way. Why do I need someone to change my life in that way? What is it that I'm really looking for that I really want? I always felt like if I just had somebody, everything would be perfect in my life. But what is perfect? Am I actually happy now that no one is in my life? Am I still a happy person? Or am I only happy if someone's in my life? And just start talking. You will be shocked at what comes out of you. Build your relationship with yourself so that you know what it takes. Because if you come up with something to somebody and they give you a negative reaction, you feel like they don't got your back. But if you get that reaction from hearing yourself talk and go, hey, why do I do that? And you ask yourself questions, it's going to happen. When someone else asks you questions, You've already answered that question, and now you can interact in a different way, not from a way of feeling like you're behind an eight ball, but now you're the one with the, what do they call the thing when you play um, pool, the cue or whatever, the stick that you hit the balls with. I think it's called the cue. (laughs) I'm not sure, but you're the one carrying that stick that's going to hit the ball instead of being the ball that's getting hit by the stick. Really think about that. Set ourselves up for what comes to us so that we learn. So if we keep getting into relationships where we're bringing in baggage, what does that tell us? That tells us we need to face our baggage. Geez, I didn't even know I had baggage. But I did. And the baggage I had that I was carrying around was I only knew one kind of personality that I would get attracted to. And it wasn't that I got attracted to them out of nowhere. They used to find me as well. So it was like this in the beginning. And once they got used to me and plugged me in, they were happier than a fat cat. But what happened to me, because I would give myself up, was I would want to get myself back. I'd be like, hey, wait a minute, what just happened? Where did I go? They, they sounded like they cared so much about me, and they listened to me. And yes, because that personality type listens really well. They don't show signs of that narcissistic personality. And so after the first seven times, so by the time I trusted, where you say, hadn't 
had time to build trust. By the time I trusted, I was all in. Then it, oh, they're not like those people. They listen. They do this. They do that. And then as I studied and looked back at why I was there and I started putting in just in, in Google, I was just asking Google questions. I didn't know. And it kept coming up narcissism. And I'm like, what the heck is this narcissism? And then I would read it and I'd go, oh, my God, that's me. You know how weird it is to find out you're just like this, this cliche or this statistic or this, and I'm reading it going, how could I not have that? I knew that was a pattern. I knew that. There, and it just opened my world into how I looked at people and how my brain, when I would meet somebody, would look at them as a person first instead of anything I could have wanted from them for any reason. It changed the way I looked at anybody I would invite into my life as opposed to think that they were going to come in and fill up my life. I started asking myself questions like, if I bring this person with all their world in my life, what will happen to mine? How are they living now that I've got enough love for both of us? No, you don't. Nobody does. When we try to do someone else's work, we both will think. It's everyone's job to do their own work. We cannot change anybody. Sometimes we can't even change ourselves. So imagine if someone came to you and tried to change you, you would take them back because you'll know deep inside it's your job. And the same thing will happen to someone else. The same thing will happen to someone else. Dealing with ourselves helps us enter any relationship, not just another person, but even a friendship. Would I be friends with this person if I wasn't romantically attracted to them? Because that's what you're going to live with. So the questions you ask yourself before you get there, and if you're brand new in a relationship, as you are building, are you answering the right questions of your heart? The ones you ask yourself, if nobody was there, I want. And why do I want it? Do I want someone to fix me? I remember when I dated somebody, I remember when I did that, and someone said to me, oh, Nadia, you have your guy now. I'm like, what do you mean I have my guy now? Like I own somebody and I didn't want to own anybody. It's crazy what we walk in with when we don't dig into our own past, into what we have done, into the decisions we have made. Do I want from a relationship when you're not looking for someone to fill your holes? 
Look at your own patterns. See the people you're attracting and why. Because that gives you a sense of objectivity in a time when we just jump in with both feet and don't look past go. You guys have 30 seconds. I wish you a great Monday. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you, Francis, for being in chat. I still don't know how to get in there. Thank you for empowering mind. Just talk for saying it's a great show and a great morning. Thank you for sharing the show. I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.